if you have your Bibles, we're going to start in the book of Psalms this morning. It is a very, very well-known scripture. Matter of fact, the Bible says the psalm has been a favorite of God's people through the ages and with due, with due reason. Why? It expresses as simple and clearly as any the role of God as our protector and our provider this morning. So the message this morning is the Lord is, I think is what they put up there. Is that right? The title of the message, the Lord is. Stand with me this morning before we get started and we're going to just go ahead this morning so that baptizing after a while. Heavenly Father, we bow our head this morning and Lord, we thank you once again for this day, Lord, this beautiful day that you've given us, Lord. And God, help us not to take it for granted, but help us, Lord, to take it and use it to glorify you in. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Sunday school hour. It's only great to sing, and you are God everywhere this morning. And God, I just pray this morning that the Holy Spirit will have right away in every heart this morning. I pray, God, that every ear will be attentive this morning, Lord to listen and to hear and to receive in our hearts what you have for us this morning. Father, help me once again this morning as I stand this morning as your servant, as your mouthpiece, Lord. And God, I just pray, Lord, that you'll take your servant this morning and use them, Lord, that you may be glorified through it all. And Lord, if we'll all just come together this morning in one mind, in one place, in one accord, and we listen, I believe God that we can lead this field and say, God, it's been good to be in your house once again today. God, we thank you for the congregation. We thank you, Lord, for each and every one that's come out this way this morning, a great crowd this morning. And Lord, we thank you for those that are tuning in on Facebook and radio this morning. Father, we just ask God your blessing now upon this service and upon these people in Jesus' name. And God's people all said amen. All right, as I got sitting there, and I've been reading a lot this week, and I thought I'd preach here and I'd preach there. But my thinking sometimes is not God's thinking. It's different. And it don't bother God, it seems like one bit, to straighten me out on it. But as I said, this is a very familiar scripture here. But it said, the Lord is. And David said, the Lord is what? He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I don't know about you this morning, but I know about me. And I know that the Lord is my shepherd this morning. I know that the Lord is my everything this morning. And I'll tell you why that I have chose him to follow and him as my shepherd this morning. I know there's a lot sitting in here this morning probably could quote this chapter word for word as memorizing. But do you really know what David was saying here when he was talking about a shepherd? So I mainly want to talk about who is your shepherd this morning. You know, the Bible tells us over Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, the Bible said you cannot serve two masters. Why? You will hate the one and love the other, or else you will hold of the one and despise the other. 
But I believe with all my heart today there are people everywhere today that thinks that they can get by by serving two masters. You cannot do it. You either choose one or the other because you'll love one and you'll hate the other. And so there's a lot of people today that's not, as David was, he has not chose the Lord as his shepherd, but they have chosen the devil for their shepherd. You say, well, preacher, that don't hardly sound right. Well, it may not sound right, but it is right. You just look around in the world today, and there's more people out there that's serving the devil than they are in the church this morning serving the Lord. Amen? Now wake up, church. I'm going to preach. The Lord is my shepherd. David said, I shall not want. He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, David here was saying the Lord was his shepherd. Now, there's always in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, there's always been shepherds. Anybody know what a shepherd is? A shepherd is one that takes care of the sheep, takes care of the flock. And the Bible says over, I believe it's in the book of Luke, that a shepherd that is a shepherd of a flock, they will not follow any other voice except their shepherd. There's a lot of shepherds, but there's only one shepherd to each flock. And there's only one shepherd this morning to this flock that we need to be following. Amen? And his name is Jesus this morning. But if you read about the shepherds over there, what did the shepherds do? He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. Let me tell you something this morning, church. If there's ever a time that we need Jesus in our life, it's this day and hour that we simply live in the way the world is going out there. Amen. And the way the churches are going out there. I don't know what's going on uh, but I know one thing, it's not good going on, what's going on out there in the world today. And it seems like it don't bother people, whatever happens, whatever goes on, it doesn't bother people like it used to. But a shepherd, if you read about the shepherds in the Bible, uh, you will find that the shepherds always searched out, most of the time, a valley where there was green grass. Why? To feed their sheep on. Amen. And, and he would try to get them by uh, find a place where he could feed them and where there was good water and at. Well, why? <laughs> and so David was referring Jesus as his shepherd as a shepherd. Uh, and just did we see these shepherds today and we understand what shepherds did to their flock of sheep. Well, let me tell you something this morning, church. Uh, just like the shepherds was in the Old and New Testament, uh, we have got a shepherd that loves us just as much as a shepherd loves our sheep. Amen. And that shepherd is our everything this morning. Now, and he wants us to have the best. He said he's making me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Has anybody got that? Anybody? He restores my how many times have you been disordered? How many times uh, have you been going through a battle? How many times, uh, hey, well, let me say, how many times has somebody uh, said something to hurt your feelings? 
Has anybody ever had their feelings hurt? If you say no, you're fixing to get them hurt. Because the Word of God sometimes will straighten us out. Amen. And so, He maketh me lie down still while He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. For His name's sake. He is the shepherd of the flock here this morning. Amen. I'm just a pastor of this flock, but let me tell you something this morning, friends. I, he's the one that I count on this morning. He's, he, he's my shepherd this morning. Uh, and, and, and how many times and how many battles uh, over the years that I've been in the ministry, Brother Billy, how many times uh, have I been spit on? How many times have I been talked about? How many times have I been put down? How many times have I been criticized? Uh, but let me tell you something, and it hurts. We all like to be loved. Amen. We all like to be loved, right? But hey, man, listen to me. He said, he restored my soul. How many times have I laid awake at night? And one of them last night was one of the nights because of a little problem that I heard was going on. And let me tell you something. I, I've laid awake many a night why, over the church and over things that was going on uh, that shouldn't be going on. Uh, and I've laid in the bed. I've wept. I couldn't sleep. I was up 3 o'clock this morning. Hadn't closed my eyes. Uh, but let me tell you something, that's the work of the devil, hey man. Uh, when you start listening to every, this gossip and you get to listen to everything else, uh, then the devil becomes your shepherd, hey man. And let me tell you something, when we get to let the devil, uh, get to listen to the devil and let the devil do our thinking, we're going to wind up in deep water. Hey man? Boy, y'all ain't liking this, are you? I said, well, and people is letting the devil control their mind. Not just the world, but a lot of church people. I asked somebody, might have been my wife, I said, why can't people love one another? Why can't people love one another? Oh, I love you, I love you. I've had people to tell me, brother, when I'd be going through a storm, I've had people tell me, come up and put their arm around my shoulder and say, brother Ralph, if everybody else might leave you, but I'll be right here with you still at the end. And the troubles come up and the problems come up. You know what happened? They were the first ones gone. Amen. I don't trust anybody to be my shepherd except Jesus this morning. I don't worship anybody but Jesus this morning. He has calmed my soul Many, many times. How many times have you been going through a storm that you didn't know what to do and finally when you've called upon everybody else and they don't have an answer, finally you realize that Jesus is the only one that can restore you and get you back to where you need to be. Amen? He's the only one. I like to be loved, but let me tell you something. Everybody don't love you. That didn't go over very well. Well, I think everybody loves me. Well, the devil's got you fooled because they don't. I believe it was Danny told me the other day. <laughs> we was talking about the weather, and they hit and miss, you know. If I believe, if I believe it was Danny, it might not have been, but somebody told me 
said, you know the weatherman is the only one can be right half the time and still keep their job. Does that sound about right? <laughs> but he said he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Listen to this. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because David said, He's my shepherd, and for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Let me tell you something today. Even though how many times have we thought we were going to die? How many? And I'll tell you what, back when I was in sin and back when you was in sin, we've all sinned. That done been made clear this morning. The Bible makes it clear. But we probably walked by the shadow of death uh, when we didn't realize. I know I did in the places I went and the things I done and, and the places I went into. And I could have been killed in a moment. But you know something? I got to thinking about that when I read this. Uh, and I went back and I thought when I was out in sin, uh, God was still my shepherd. Amen. He was still watching over me and he was still protecting me. Uh, amen. From the devil this morning. Uh, why? Because the devil uh, has a purpose for me back then. Uh, and he said, I'll let you take him as far as he can go. But let me tell you something. You're going to keep your hands off from him because I've got other plans for him. Amen. And God had other plans for me. I walked out of places, been threatened, been shot, been cut, and been stomped. I was almost dead. My wife will tell you, when I went in one time, she had to drag me in there and put me in bed. I'm just saying this to tell you this. Jesus is my shepherd this morning, and he's your shepherd, but he will just go uh, so far with you out there if you don't listen to him. And some people have went so far uh, that they think they're doing right, and God has turned them over to a reprobated mind uh, and just letting them believe whatever they want to believe simply because uh, they have not listened to the Lord. They have not listened to their shepherd, uh, and they're following the Lord. Let me tell you something, friend. Uh, because the rod and thy staff, he said, it's comfort me. Now, there's something about them shepherds, Mark, back in them days. Uh, a shepherd, when you've seen them in pictures on TV, they always had a big staff. Hey, man, uh, they had a big staff. What was that big staff for? Uh, that was to protect their sheep from the enemy, from the roaring lion. Uh, let me tell you something. Sometimes we go through these storms uh, uh, of life, and sometimes God... Uh, will allow us to go through these storms. He will put us in these storms uh, to see how re we react to them. Uh, and I've learned a lot of time through the storms, uh, and it was mentioned a while ago, I think sometimes we get mad uh, at things. We get mad at people. Uh, let me tell you something, but sometimes we even get... Has anybody ever been mad at God? Huh? Has anybody ever questioned God? I've had people say, well, preacher, we're not supposed to question God. You show me in the Bible where it says we can't question God. Now, he may answer you, and he may not. And he may answer you in a way that you wasn't expecting and didn't want to hear. Amen. But he said, the rod and thy staff comfort me. They protect me. He is our protector this morning. And he went ahead, and he said, 
thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Thou, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, uh, and thou anointest my head. Well, let me tell you something this morning, church. This is who the shepherd is. The enemy can come against you. And how are you going to react to it when you go through a storm and the enemy comes against you? Sometimes, Tim, God allows us, to, well, I'm going to say God tempted us. You say, well, God don't tempt us. I didn't say God tempted us. The Bible says God cannot be tempted, neither does he tempt any man, but he's tempted when he's drawn away on his own lust, his own self, and own thoughts, and own wants, uh, and then it turns into sin. Amen. And then sin turns into death. But let me tell you something this morning. He prepares a table for me in the presence of my hand. And a lot of times, uh, now listen to this. A lot of times God will allow us to go through a stone. And a lot of times, going through them storms, a lot of times we don't get better, but we get better. Anybody hear that? Let me rephrase it. I don't believe somebody here this. I said, when we go through a storm that God is putting us through, a lot of times we'll come out of it and we'll be bit more bitter than we are better. But when God has us going through these storms and we all go through them, we need to just realize uh, we may not know. Did you ever go through a storm or something and, and you didn't know why you was going through it? Did you ever question, God, why is this happening to me? Has anybody ever said that? God, why is this happening to me, God? Why have you took one of my child, children? God, why? Why are you letting the enemy run over me? God, why am I going through this walk of life? Why am I going through this situation, Lord? I Don't I belong to you, God? Are you asleep? God, don't you hear me? But if you will just look to the shepherd, maybe not knowing why, but say, Lord, I don't know why I'm going through this storm. I don't know why I'm going through this storm. But God, I need your help to get through it. I need your help to get through it. And if we, did you ever try to pray or try to read Especially when you go to pray and it just sounds like the prayer is bouncing off the wall right back in your face. Did you ever try to pray and the devil, you allowed the devil to get in there instead of praying and asking God to help you, we got to listen to the devil, hey man, and looking at what somebody else is doing. But he said, If thou prepares a table for me in the presence of mine enemies, thou anointest my head with all, and then my cup runneth over. Amen. After we come through a storm, yeah. amen, we come through the storm, and then we look back, well, we griped about going through it all the way, and then we look back, 
And then we realize we've come out stronger when we got through that storm uh, than it we were before we went through it. Amen. And let me tell you something. And he said, he anointed my head with oil. He said, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And here is the best part. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David was talking and he was complaining in some of his writings uh, and all about what he was going through. He didn't understand why he was going through them uh, and why nobody else. Did you ever look around you and you're going through such a storm and you're going to church, you were praying, you're doing the best that you know how to do, and you looked around at somebody down the road or up the road, uh, hey man, and it just seemed like they had everything when you were struggling to pay the bills. Uh, it looked like they didn't have to hit a lick at nothing, but still they had a lot more than you did. You ever do that? Of course we have done that. We've looked at somebody else and we say, God, why in the world am I going through this when I'm doing the very best I can do? And look at my neighbor down the road. All they do is drink and drug and party all the time. And, Lord, they drive a better vehicle than I drive. Lord, they just got money to go out and buy any and everything they want to buy. Did you ever complain? Of course we complained about it. You think God's pleased with that? You just give me the shepherds, and I'm satisfied. Just give me Jesus this morning, and I'm satisfied. And over in Psalms 27, David said, The Lord is my shepherd. Who is your shepherd? Why is he my shepherd this morning? Why did David say that he was his shepherd? Look in, verse, in chapter 27, verse 1. It said, The Lord is not only my shepherd, but the Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of the Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Hey man, somebody ought to say hey man in here. The Lord is my light, my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? I'm telling you, I've got a lot of enemies, I guess. I, I know of one enemy I've got, and that's all really a man needs, and that is the devil. Uh, but the devil's got a lot of little demon powers out there running around, uh, uh, helping him out, hey amen, and are working for him. Uh, but let me tell you something. I've been through things. Uh, as a matter of fact, in the last three years, me and my wife have been through things, and I wouldn't have made it through it. Uh, I wouldn't have made it through it uh, if it had not been for my shepherd uh, being there with me. Amen. I would not have survived it. I was at the point one night there that I was so sick and I couldn't breathe with pneumonia and, and after COVID. And I finally, I mean, I was down, Mark. I thought I was going to die. My wife thought I was going to die on her. And she come through the house and she had my bottle of oil and I was sitting in a chair. And I looked up and I said, what are you going to do? She said, I'm going to anoint you and I'm going to pray for you because you're going to die on me. Thank God she knows the shepherd. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God I've got a wife that knows the shepherd. Amen. The devil would like to kill me. 
The devil will like to kill you. The devil will like to destroy you. He would. He'll paint a pretty picture on one side of a wall. But you walk around that wall and it's not such a pretty picture. But thank God that he is my life of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord or the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. We've all got enemies. We say, well, no, I ain't got no enemies. Well, you're a fool. The devil's done got you fooled. But why, why does it bother us? Why does it get us upset? Why do we go in a frenzy when somebody comes to you and say, well, did you hear what so-and-so said about you? What so-and-so did to you? Does anybody get angry? Thank you, Mark. You must be the only true one in here this morning. We don't like to be talked about, do we? We don't like to be put down. I preached a message on Facebook, and I may preach it again one of these days. But we don't like it. And that opened the door for the devil if we're not careful to come in. And if you ever let the devil in, he won't let it go till he destroys somebody. It will destroy your relationship. But, but let's look at verse 1 here. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom do we fear? Do we fear people? I don't fear people. I I fear God, and I fear... You say, well, why are you afraid of God? We just studied that. If you've been coming here, I believe in Proverbs, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Let me tell you something. Uh, the fear that's used in a different tense, uh, when we're talking about the Lord, fear is absolutely being fully committed unto God. And if we're not fully committed, then we better fear God. We better fear the wrath of God. He's my Lord, he's my, the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Why? Because the Bible said he is our protector, he's our strength. The enemy, if you're blown to God, let me tell you something, if you belong to God, the enemy is going to come but God's got a hedge around every one of you if you're fully believing God. How many believe God's got a hedge around you? Thank God. He's my strength. He's my life. He's the strength of my salvation. And even though we've got enemies, and even though the wicked, even my enemies, my foes, he said, came upon me to eat up or to destroy up my flesh, based on though a host should encamp against me, uh, my heart shall not fear, though war should rise, spiritual war against me, and this will I be confident. Confident in what? He said, I'm going to be confident in my shepherd uh, that it doesn't matter. The spiritual wars can come. The enemy can come. Uh, and the whole world can stand against me. Uh, 
but I know my protector, I know my shepherd, uh, and I'm not going to fear because I know uh, he is going to take care of me this morning. We don't give God enough credit, but we give the devil too much credit. The devil is limited in his power. Amen. The devil is limited in his power. But what about God? Is he limited? Well, some of you act like God is limited on his power too. God is unlimited on his power. He's unlimited on it. He's brought me through storms. If I hadn't had him, I'd have never survived. I don't know how people today can live without Jesus Christ. They say, how did you do? Well, I don't want to call them people living for the devil what I call myself. They call me stupid. That's what I was. But I want you to think about our shepherd. You know why he's our You know why that is? Let me look at me here and on down here in chapter 24. Listen who, who he is. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell in it. Did you know the Bible says, the Bible says when we were yet sinners in Romans 5 and 8, when we were yet sinners, how much did Jesus love us? He loved us enough that he died for us. Amen? Think about that. Do you know if anybody else loved you enough that they'd lay down their life for you? I don't know of anybody that would lay down their life for you. But Jesus did. When we were yet sinners, when I was out in sin, Brother Billy, doing and running wild and doing all these sinful things, rebelling against God, rebelling against God, Jesus loved me then. You know why did he love me? I just read it there. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell in it. God made you just as he made me this morning. Give the Lord a hand of praise this morning, church. You don't belong to yourself and you don't belong to the devil uh, unless you want to belong to the devil because God bought you and he bought you with a price. Amen. You say, nobody bought me. Oh, but you're wrong. Uh, I just read it. Jesus Christ paid for you uh, with his blood. And the only way that you're going to get to heaven is accepting him as Lord and Savior. Letting him become your shepherd. Let the world go on by. We just need to slow down, church. And we need to get back into the old path. And I will see us ahead and tell that away back into the old path that we used to walk in. The Lord is my shepherd. He's my strength. He's my salvation. He's my provider. He is my caretaker. He is my everything.
He gave his all. He gave his all for me and you. Are we giving our all for him? Are we just playing church? I'm getting this pulpit and I make it sound good and everything. But what I say in this pulpit, you see me out here and I'm not backing it up in my life that I'm living, then you ain't going to have a lot of confidence in me, are you? You're going to say he's a fake. He's a false prophet. Made me feel good. I like Sometimes somebody will say something to make me sort of feel good. Not proud, but good. Somebody told me the other day, he said, Brother Ralph, he said, I was talking to somebody. I don't remember who it was. And he said, he said something about you. And said, I told him, said, let me tell you something. Said, he's the same out here as he is behind that pulpit. He preaches it, but he lives it the best he knows how. Now that was a witness to who he was talking to. And that made me feel good. He didn't have to tell me. It's a good testimony. Our testimony in the world shows the world what kind of person we are. Is the Lord your shepherd this morning? Y'all come and get a song.